Violist Chia Zhengshen and his wife pianist Jia Jinke performed the piece Estelita, translated as Little Star, by the Mexican composer Manuel Ponce, most noted for his ability to connect the concert hall to the world of Mexican folk songs. It's a traditional Mexican piece of love and yearning. Come down and tell me that you love me, just a little, because I cannot live without your love. Shen, who since moving to the U.S. goes by his surname for simplicity, admits he cannot bear to listen to the song because it makes him miss Mexico and his Mexican friends a love cultivated through repeat trips to Mexico City since 2017 for what started as viola master classes for Mexican and Central American students who could not afford international travel to Viola Voice, the largest viola festival in the region. Estelita is a testament to the idea that music truly has no borders, as the piece is also evocative of home to Shen. A song written in Spanish by 20th century Mexican composer speaks of home to millennial Chinese violist born on the coast of China, an ocean and 8,000 miles away. This story begins in Qingdao, China, a coastal city literally meaning Azore Island in Chinese, in the eastern Shandong province of China. Uh, Because I think because of German occupation, that's why... that's why uh, Qingdao is more westernized. It's not the city's other historic city. German-style architecture uh, and Qingdao Brewery, the second largest brewery in China, are legacies of the German occupation from 1898 to 1914, and a coincidental nod to the nationality of Shen's favorite composer, Paul Hindemith, a German violist, conductor, and composer. One of Shen's earliest memories is as a kindergartner being sent down the street with Phi Renminbi, or less than one U.S. dollar, to fetch a fresh beer for his father. The beer factory actually has uh, three different locations, and all the facilities are different because they are the same formula, but my grandfather only drinks the beer from the number one factory, which is a German-built factory. Qingdao beer was produced at three different factories in town, with locals developing a distinct preference and taste for a certain factory. So much so that the patriarch of Shen's family, his grandfather, a Ministry of Natural Resource official, used to tease his son, or Shen's father, that his taste for factory one Qingdao beer was the cause of his own inferior rank. While Shen lived and grew up in China, he describes his upbringing as metropolitan, surrounded by Bavarian architecture that, 
in the winter resembled more of an old-world European town than a and bustling Chinese city. Walk further for um, extra ten minutes. Uh, another ten minutes, you can see this uh, beautiful cathedral, uh, the German-built ones. Yeah, and uh, my house, the house I grew up, was actually a German. Growing up on China's Yellow Sea coast, Shen was the only son of a family of oceanographers, and since he could remember, he wanted to follow in his family's footsteps and eventually pursue a career in the sciences. I never thought about to become a musician. In、uh, I always wanted to win like a Nobel Prize. Science, yeah, yeah. Shen's parents loved music, and while his mother tried to steer him towards the arhu, a two-string bow Chinese vertical fiddle, Shen thought having more strings to play, as in the case of the violin, would be more challenging. For me to grow up learning violin instead of arhu, my teacher wants to find someone to start arhu, and called my mom said. Uh, do you want your son to play arhu? And my mom told me, "Do you want to play arhu?" I said, "No, only two strings. It's not challenging enough." So, yeah, I remember my teacher's house was very close to me. So, Saturday morning, eight o'clock, I had to hold this violin case and walk to his place and walk back an hour later. While Shen started playing the violin at the age of eight, it wasn't until he was sent off to a boarding high school in the village outskirts of Qingdao. That he began pursuing music seriously. Being away from his family for the first time and experiencing a more rural lifestyle, Shen stood out from his peers. My mom wanted to send me to a boarding school, but、uh, only countryside has boarding schools. And I was the in my class,、uh, sixty students. I was the only one from the city. And I、oh. look different. I talk different, and so that's why I was. Which ultimately led to bullying. Shen sought refuge in the music room, sometimes surreptitiously spending the night in the music building with the lights off to avoid detection. There, he spent hours and nights immersed in playing and listening to violin concertos. In his darkest childhood moments, Shen found peace and a home in music. Yeah,、so、I decided to. To play violin for the rest of my life because it's peaceful.、Yeah. Shen moved to Shanghai to continue his violin, and later developed an instant love for the viola. During this time at the music conservatory, a chance audition with conductor Israel Getzoff, in I may add questionable attire, would change Shen's life forever. And transplant this Chinese boy from Qingdao to Central Arkansas. I, I asked Easy. I said,、uh, um, "Do you need a violist?" Easy said, "Yes. How about you play for me,、um, just as an audition?" Easy. Do you remember?、Uh, that was 2010. I auditioned for you the Bartok Viola Concerto. Remember the shirt I was wearing. The, the pink shirt with a was it like a Playboy bunny shirt or something、yes. like that? Yeah, 
That's right. <laughs> but, you know, that's what's about going to a different culture. You know, you, you have no expectations. So, you know, you meet somebody who knows what they're going to wear or what they're going to say or how they're going to stand or who knows. But uh, you just have to wait for them to put their uh, uh, instruments, you know, uh, uh, on their chin and, and make some sound because that's that's sort of the moment of truth. But um, that's one of the fun things about uh, working interculturally in music is that Shen they're, spent they're, two years in central Arkansas performing in Getzoff's orchestra immersing himself in American life improving his English and teaching music to local central Arkansas elementary school students through the community school of music at UCA program music which is mm-hmm. I uh, my English wasn't very good but I taught a whole bunch of uh, Arkansas kids okay. that was over t- over 10 years ago and then I came to Arizona. He also fell in love with the natural beauty of the Ozarks, dreaming of returning one day to buy a house on the Arkansas River. Shen next moved to Tucson, Arizona to finish his master's and his doctor of music arts at the University of Arizona under Professor Ho Mei Xiao. In 2016, another chance encounter this time initiated with small talk in the orchestra practice room with Master Angel Medina, resulted in Medina extending an invitation to Shen to teach master classes and perform as a guest artist of Universidad Nacional Autónomo de México in Mexico City. It was very challenging back then because... Um, uh, I never been to Mexico before, even I didn't know what to expect. The news painted a mixed picture of Mexico, and the 2016 cries of wall building and a dangerous border made Chen a bit nervous to travel across the southern border. Moreover, he was worried about the language barrier and not being able to communicate with locals beyond his ability to order five beef tongue tacos. And uh, because I couldn't count. In Spanish, the only thing I could count was up to was to five, the cinco, because I could only eat five tacos. Lingua tacos, that's the only Spanish I know, because lingua taco was my favorite taco, and I could only eat five of them, so cinco, lingua taco. Shen's preconceptions before arriving in Mexico were quickly dispelled when Angel met him at the airport reception. From when he landed to departure, Angel, his family, and his friends welcomed Shen with Mexican hospitality of mi casa y su casa. Te vamos a llevar a lugares increíbles para comer y para, para visitar, para ver. México es very, muy bonito, muy bonito. With Shen leaving Mexico with a literal room in his new friend David's house. He uh, he called my, the room, Shen's room. Every year I actually stay in the same room in Davis' house. It feels like home. It's my own home. And I start to uh, unpack my luggage in the room, have my viola there, and he took a uh, music stand put into my room and so I could practice there. It wasn't a big room, but uh, it's definitely my favorite room in Mexico City. Shen recalls his first trip to Mexico City, where his schedule was packed with solo concert on Thursday night, weekend sightseeing, visiting Angel's friends and local markets, followed by a second week of weekday teachings with another Thursday night concert with a whole new repertoire. 
Shen also made it a point to extend his public master classes by 15 to 30 minutes for each public member who did not have a chance to sign up for lessons but wanted a consultation. Uh, most of festival students were signed up like ahead of the time, and uh, so I have a um, official schedule. But there are students that didn't have a chance to sign up, or um, couldn't sign up, or even didn't know what was about to happen. So, uh, but I still shared time for them every day after the official master class, and sometimes fifteen minutes each, sometimes twenty minutes each. But I try to cover as more students as possible every time when I'm in Mexico City. While he remembers being exhausted with the travel and pack schedule, the experience was completely invigorating and transformative for Shen. That's when Shen and Medina came up with the idea to expand the event and create a local viola festival for students who could not afford international travel. In 2018, Viola Voice, the largest international viola festival in Central and South America, was born. Shannon Medina wanted to bring a literal voice to violists and to showcase the unique voice of the instrument and its players. Well, I, <laughs> I think I always think in the in the voice of the viola. Uh, I um, I love the the name because I always think in the important uh, characteristic of the instrument is his voice. When you mention a solo instrument, people normally first they think of a violin or a cello or piano. Those, those are the solo instruments. But the viola is not. The viola is the middle voice of any ensembles. Like if you have a string quartet, we have the middle voice. And if you have a, there's an orchestra, we have the middle voice. We don't get shared a lot of uh, um, melodies. So um, the viola is a harmonic filler. But there's a large collection of uh, um, solo viola uh, repertoires that uh, viol violists can explore and to perform. And uh, so this repertoire is actually represents our voice. Try to, when Anha and I try to come up with a name for our festival, the first thing came into our mind almost instantly at the same time was like, how about something about the voice of the viola then we came with like this uh, title called the viola voice it's easier to read and it's easier to remember um, the following so year 2019 conservatorio nacional de musica mexico joined his team and hosted half the event every year that shen traveled to mexico city paulina a local violist would attend his master classes i am paulina casas I'm from Mexico City. I um, start to play the piano when when I was little, and then I uh, asked to my mother to buy me a violin, and I started to play the violin at 13 years old, a little bit late for my age, um, at 20, 20, 20, 21 years old, I think, 21 years old, try with the viola and um, I like a lot the, for the first time that I, um, I started to play. Uh, it was so, so amazing for me. I am in love with the sound. And, uh, Paulina, too shy to communicate with her very limited English, 
mostly communicated through her mom and a translator. Shen recalls she started attending his master classes in 2016, and she showed up for every single event. The very first person I heard to play, the first one signed up for the master class was Paulina. I remember she didn't know any English. She was, she was with her mom, walked into the, the concert hall, and her mom said hello, and she said hola. That's, that's... I uh, met Professor Shen in the first uh, year of uh, Viola Boys, and uh, I told him that I want to study in, at the university and be a professional. And um, he listened to me, and in, in that year, I entered to the university in Mexico City. And um, I improved a lot. Uh, I mean, uh, Shen know me <laughs> a lot uh, since uh, uh, years ago. Um, also with Shen, every year that he came to Mexico City, I learned uh, uh, of him. Uh, and I am really enthusiastic for for uh, listen him to to what he's doing with with the viola. While Paulina was a regular and, uh, viola voice, uh, Ellie well, had prior orchestra obligations and could not travel from Puebla to Mexico City to attend Shen's master classes. My name is Elizabeth Calixto. I am from Puebla City. My violin teacher. Uh, show me and spoke me about the viola and one time he uh, um, permitted to play with his viola and I really love the sound of the instrument. Ellie was able to get a spot when another artist dropped out last minute. Like two years after during the pandemic, uh, in the Viola Voice Festival online, I had the opportunity to meet Tushen because one of the members, participants of the Viola Voice, didn't come to the <laughs> to the class, and I had the opportunity to play. Oh, you, Ali, right? Yes. <laughs> was, I remember. I remember someone signed up and never played, and the, oh, now I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I remember that I started with the viola when I had um, nineteen years old, uh-huh, or so. Yes. Chen, when did you start viola? 19. 19 too? Yeah. So you guys all, did you start violin? Yeah. So everyone started violin started and viola. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then all of were you the same? Like once you touched the viola, you loved the sound, just yeah. like Pauline and Ellie. Yeah. We were the same. <laughs> In a full circle life moment, Shen is now an adjunct viola professor and recording studio manager at the University of Central Arkansas. And Paulina and Ellie the two Mexican students who Shen met at Viola Voice in Mexico City continue their master's studies with Shen at the University of Arkansas. That's why, you know, that's why I think that's why I'm so comfortable to fit in to the faculty right away because... 
Every two weeks, Shen, a resident of Tucson and a new dad of a six-month-old baby, travels to UCA to instruct Paulina and Ellie. It's usually an entire day's travel for him, which includes at least one airplane layover, but he makes sure to maximize their time together. The, the flight is going to be uh, arrive, I think, uh, 4 p.m., so I can get to campus at about 5, so we can have a, actually have a dinner together that day, and uh, then we can move our lessons from uh, Wednesday morning to Tuesday night. Okay, so then we okay. the first lesson on Tuesday night and uh, Wednesday, I'll let you practice on your own. And then Thursday morning before I leave, so we can have another lesson to check the progress during, you know, two days. During, during For Shen, he feels like he is extending the same opportunities afforded him 15 years ago when Izzy Gets Off brought him to UCA. And this is his chance to continue and pass on the legacy of contemporary composers to the next generation of violists. Because, you know, music is like you you pass on the knowledge generation by generation. And, uh, like, actually, when you think that this year is 2022, but uh, we are not far from the from the last few generations. If you think of Bartok passed away in the 1940s, Music created by late 20th century European composers, studied and preserved by Chinese violists in the U.S., now passing his knowledge to Mexican students who hope to one day return to Mexico City to deepen and share this repertoire across Central and South America. Similar to Shen's own predicament, Paulina knew that she would have the best opportunities to further her studies outside of Mexico. No, the repertoire that I am playing with Professor Shen, it's not too um, really common to, to play in Mexico. I, I really would like to play in a good orchestra, maybe in Mexico. Definitely one of my dreams, it's, it could be uh, come back to my university in Mexico City and teach all that I learned here because we need a lot of um, good, good, good professors and good musicians in Mexico. The path from Puebla to Conway was rife with paperwork, visa waits and last-minute domestic travel for Ellie. Both my papers um, was delayed with the school, but um, the date, the limit date, was really near. It, I don't know if I can go to the Arkansas because I I really <laughs> don't know if they accept will accept my papers or not. It was so confused, but when uh, Ellie yes, realized the wait time they, for student they, visa wouldn't get her to Arkansas in time for the first day of school, she made arrangements to fly to Monterey, Mexico, for interview and visa processing. Yeah, then yeah. I asked her to text me every day in the morning to make sure she's safe because I worry that it's not safe to travel by herself. Oh, you did? You traveled all by yourself? Yes, yes, all by by myself. Yes. Yeah, and uh, because of Mexico City, the waiting waiting time was a three month. Oh. So no way for her to. So it was faster to process through Monterey. Yeah. But it's additional cost for you too, right? To go, because yeah. you have to fly to Monterey and everything. Yes, uh, because uh, Monterey is really 
so far from my city. Ellie and Paulina are also very aware of the personal and financial sacrifices of their families who are wholly supporting their daughters in whatever way they can. For Ellie, in addition to improving her viola skills, she believes this time at UCA and in America will also help her broaden her personal horizons and help her in her personal growth. But my family really support me to do all, all the paper, all the things. They were really helpful for me. They are so important for me. And I'm grateful with my family. I think that I've heard that again and again from our international students, that coming to, coming to school in America, coming to school here at UCA, even in this little burg, that um, it, has, it has grown them as people. And I think that uh, they've become people of the world in the greatest sense, sense of that. And I, I need to say to your listeners, my hat is off to anyone who comes to a foreign country and learns in a language that is not their home, you know, not their native tongue. And, and they have to do it at a university level. It's, it's unimaginable to me, who was born and raised in America and an English-speaking um, person. Dr. Play is equally keen on having Ellie and Paulina in the music program. And he is quick to point out that education is a two-way street that while Ellie and Paulina are receiving music instructions in the U.S., their presence on campus, their dedication to music and to furthering their music studies also elevates the music program at UCA. And so we are better for the multiculturalism that we're experiencing here and that these two young ladies from Mexico are bringing here. We are better for them being here, not just them better. You know, they already were, they're already gifted and talented, and Shen's had a lot to do with their, their coming along before they got here. And, um, but I, I've asked them if they're comfortable, if they have found a home here, you know, they have, they, they are very comfortable, they feel at home here. I think that Shen has done a good job, though, of inculcating them into um, Conway and helping them because... In the time know, I speak to Ellie and Paulina, they always focus on the positives. And even when I prod them with questions of the obvious difficulties of adjusting to Southern American life, they're quick to remind me of the rich community of international students they've befriended on campus. And it may seem that Conway, Arkansas, a town of 60,000 residents, is an unlikely and improbable place for foreign artists to thrive. But after speaking to Dr. Plate and hearing about how intentional he is about making the UCA music program a home for all, it certainly is positioned to be a global hub for music. You know, I think that people would be, I don't know, impressed is the right word, but they would maybe be surprised at the level of internationalism, you know, of our town and the numbers of corporations and companies, manufacturers who are right here in the surrounding area and the various things that they make and the various skills that they're looking for. But we are also an international culture. And, you know, Mexico is really important to us right now, and partly because of Shen's work. But Mexico is important because we're building a fabric of shared experiences. And I, I'm an absolutist. Music is worthy of study for its own sake. 
not because it makes us better poets or better mathematicians or i think it does all those things it lends to this cross hemispheric learning experience that makes us better as a people but i also believe in preserving and replicating and re re uh, performing the greatest of the minds of the world so uh, amazing because uh, someday you you can meet another person and uh, that born in another country and you um in music it's really beautiful because we can communicate with with music and uh, with a lot of tradition that we sometimes uh, even can talk about it just playing and that's the power of the music that we can be connected around the world uh, from different countries and and that's so 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 beautiful to play with musicians and and it's uh, like a global uh, language yeah a global language shen ellie and paulina have mastered and communicate fluently in While bits of their verbal communications are lost in translation, once they pick up their bows, the barriers melt and no translation is needed. On the week Shen is in Tucson, they meet via Zoom. Shen's instructions extend beyond the viola. He also helps Paulina and Ellie budget for everyday life in the U.S., prepare for their housing situations next year, and encourages them to participate in our ubiquitous American fall customs, like spending a day at the pumpkin patch. Any plans for the fall break? A study. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's, you, you cannot do that, okay? No? So anyone take, take you to somewhere to visit Arkansas? Or maybe Memphis, Texas? Memphis. <laughs> anyone? The fall season, like now, is really the best time to travel around Arkansas because all the leaves are turning golden yellow color and red, right? And the weather is cooling down so quickly there. The three also lapse into talk of Mexico. For Shen, you can hear his wanderlust and a longing to get back to a city that holds such a dear place in his heart. And for Paulina and Ellie, an excitement to share stories of their homeland with someone who treasures it as much as them. Um, so uh, I need to remember this. So what is uh, in Coyoacan, right? Mexico City? Yes. Right? So what, you see, people doesn't have to be uh, rich to enjoy music, right? Yeah. I remember yeah. first time when I went to Mexico City. Do you remember what is the uh, instrument is called? You know, you're rolling a, like a musical mm -hmm. box. It's like me melodic, uh, la melodica. I love it. And I talk to them about this all the time. If you dream it, you can do it here. And I think that's the American experience. It, it is, hopefully, will always be a land of opportunity and uh, the ability to become what you dream. When I was at boarding school, I just wanted to play music the rest of my life and now i'm teaching music in the u.s this is more than my dream come true 
Thanks for listening to this special podcast episode for the Arizona Daily Star. I'm Yvonne So, host of upcoming iHeartRadio and Seneca Woman podcast network show, Cashing Our Trillions. Please stay tuned for my official launch date. I can't wait to share the inspirational conversations I have with moms across America who are making an impact in their communities. If you have a story to share, please email me at cashingourtrillions at gmail.com. As we start 2023 and usher in a new year, we hope all your dreams come true. And more important, that your dreams include uplifting the lives of others. Thank you. 谢谢, and gracias.